0: Welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice. This is the show that's all about taking your health, your body, and your life to that next level. And today is going to be a four-part or at least one part of a four-part deep dive into taking your body and your health to the next level. In fact, I've titled the article that I've written about this, The Complete Guide to Building Muscle and Strength in Your 40s. So it's going to be a masterclass all on the importance of building muscle and strength and how to do it even if you're in your 40s or beyond. And of course, if you're in your 20s or 30s, I know we have some younger listeners, it's going to be relevant to you as well. And I know what? some of you may be thinking, oh, Ted, I don't don't really care that much about building muscle and strength. I just want to get toned. I just want to fit into my clothes. I just want to feel good. And what I have to say to you is awesome. Those are great goals. However, building muscle and strength are going to factor directly in to those goals. So We're not talking about becoming a big bodybuilder or deadlifting 500 pounds or anything like that. We're not talking about breaking world records. We're talking about being in shape for life. And we'll get into what exactly that means as we get deeper into this first part of a four-part masterclass on this subject. Before I get to that, I want to let you know that I'm super excited to release the Legendary Muscle Program. We just released it today. It's a 90 day workout program designed to help men get bigger, leaner, and stronger. And guys, if you like some of my other workouts, this has new methods in it. You're gonna be using myo reps. You're gonna be using every minute on the minute training. You're gonna be using density training. You're gonna be using cluster sets and more. It is an incredible workout. And uh, I also want to tell you, because I know some women are out there like, "Oh, oh, okay, so it's for the guys. Well, because I've received so many requests from women who listen to the show, I've created a female version of this same program to help women build a sexier, stronger, and leaner body. And you may be asking, well, what's different about it? Does it have all that same method stuff that you talked about in the guys program? And it is slightly different in that it focuses on the areas that women care about. Now, there's not huge differences between the way men and women should train, but there are some important differences and the exercise selection is different and it's more focused towards women's strengths and areas of their body that they want to work on. So both workouts are on sale with a 73% discount. Don't ask me how it's 73. Giselle gives me these numbers, right? But it's only until this Sunday. And I got to tell you, these are powerful programs. And if you purchase the workout by this Thursday... You'll get our two special bonuses, and that goes for either the women's workout or the men's workout. So go to legendarylightpodcastcom store and get the workouts now. Enough of that. Let's get to the episode. So you want to build strength and muscle. Maybe you're a former athlete who's gotten out of shape as you've progressed in your career, and you're looking to make a change. Maybe you were never in shape to begin with, and you're looking to get started now. Or maybe you're a woman who's finally figured out that lifting weights is the key to getting that healthy toned body you long for. Or perhaps you're not really interested in muscle or strength and you think that's for elite people or people who love the gym. Well, we're going to get into all of that and more. And I say this is a guide for helping people in their 40s because I focus on what I consider to be the most important aspects of strength and muscle building. When you're in your 20s, you've got all the time in the world and you've got your hormone levels on your side, right? You can stay out all night, drink, go out, meet people, wake up the next morning and go work out and then go to school or work or whatever it is that you're up to and it's not a big deal. However... As you get older, as the stress rises, as our bodies get put under more pressure to perform at work and with our families, you don't have time to mess around. You've got to use the techniques and tactics and strategies that give you the best results in the least amount of time. And no matter who you are or what your reason is for building muscle, I want to help you achieve your goal. And I've got to tell you, I've been obsessed with building muscle ever since I was in high school. I was a skinny, weak kid who was awkwardly shy and not exactly confident. And I became really inspired by watching Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Lee movies. And they inspired me not only to get into Health and fitness into lifting weights, but also to explore the performance limits of the most amazing piece of machinery in the world—the human body. Perhaps the most amazing and incredible aspect of the human body is its ability to adapt to almost any challenge or stress it encounters. The curious thing is that the body doesn't like to change. Under normal circumstances, it works to maintain a state of balance known as homeostasis. You may remember that from your high school biology textbook. And only by stressing the body do we force it to change and adapt. And growing muscle is no exception to this rule. By stressing your muscles in a progressive way, and we'll get into what that means, and allowing them adequate recovery, you will be able to build strong muscles that will keep you healthy and active for the rest of your life. So let's get into it. We're going to dive deep into a bit of theory today. And as I told you, this is going to be a four-part episode. And the next episode is going to air on Wednesday. And there's also an article to go along with this. So if you want to read the actual article for this episode, go to legendarylivepodcast.com. It'll be the first one up. So a little bit of science. So there's two types of muscle fibers, and muscles are actually a bundle of long strands of cells sheathed in connective tissue. The structure and function of muscles is actually quite complicated. Just open up any human physiology textbook like the one I used when when I studied biology in university. But we're going to go over a few things so you understand the basics. So there are two types of muscle, like I mentioned, type one muscle fibers, which are also called slow twitch muscle fibers. These are your endurance muscle fibers. They're the ones that take over during exercise that lasts for more than a few minutes. So if you go running or if you go walking, or even if you're standing for a long time, they're the ones that are doing most of the work. They're actually red in color due to the presence of large volumes of myoglobin and also have high numbers of mitochondria. They are very resistant to fatigue, but also have the least potential for growth and strength. Then there are your type 2 fibers, also called fast twitch muscle fibers, and these have the greatest potential for growth and strength. However, They are not great for endurance because they fatigue much faster than type 1 fibers. I won't go into the details, but there are actually two types of fast-twitch muscle fibers. There's type 2A and type 2X. And many of you who maybe know this stuff, you're like, type 2X? I heard of type 2A and type 2B, but not type 2X. So they've changed the name, and now it's not type 2B anymore. It's type 2X. So make a memo. There's a lot of talk on the interwebs about training for your muscle fiber type. There's even a company that will do a DNA test to determine what your type of muscle fibers you have more of, then we'll give you a training program based on the results. And I talked about that with uh, Andy Galpin when he was on the podcast in the last interview I did. The reality is most of the muscles in your body have a fairly even split between fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers. And the idea of special training methods to target specific muscle fibers doesn't really have strong evidence. Again, you want to listen to my episode with Andy Galpin if you want to hear more on that, if you haven't heard it yet. On top of that, even if you did have a dominant fiber type in your muscles, I don't think it would change the advice to train muscles in a variety of rep ranges. And that's the conversation I dive into with several different people, including Dr. Joel Seedman, Dr. Andy Galpin. So most of us want to work in a variety of rep ranges, using a variety of methods, but there are a few key principles that we all want to adhere to, no matter what our goals are. We're going to get into that a bit deeper, but first, a little bit more physiology for you. So we've gone into type 1 fibers, type 2 fibers, and you're going to see the relevance of those when we talk about aging and how to age gracefully and how to be kicking ass when you're 80 years old. But first, let's talk about muscle satellite cells. So there there are these things called myosatellite cells or muscle satellite cells. And like the name suggests, they're found in your muscles. And you can think of them as pre-muscle cells. They lay dormant in your muscles until you activate them with strenuous exercise. And once they're in action, they provide the necessary material for muscle growth and repair. A 2008 study from the University of Alabama highlights how important satellite cells are to muscle growth. For the study, researchers recruited recruited, sorry, can't speak English, a few dozen people who hadn't lifted weights in the past 5 years. Then they put them all on the same workout program for 16 weeks just to see what would happen. The results Well, the researchers found that the study subjects fit into three categories. And I've talked about this study before, if this sounds familiar. So category one was the extreme responders. These are the people who got a whopping 50% increase in their thigh muscles in 16 weeks. That's pretty impressive. Number two was the moderate responders. These people increased their thigh muscle size by about 25% in 16 weeks. Then the third category was low responders. And these people's thigh muscles didn't grow at all in 16 weeks. And the researchers also found that the results were predictable. The people who gained the most muscle mass started off with the most satellite cells. And as I've already mentioned, satellite cells help muscle fibers grow and repair. So the more that you have, the bigger you can grow. Some people have a lot. Most of us have a moderate amount, and unfortunately, some of us are born with very little. And if you're in the hard gainer camp where you don't put on muscle very easily, whether you're a woman or a man, maybe it's a result of not having a high level of these satellite cells. So does that mean you're doomed and you should give up? Definitely not. What it does mean is that you're going to need to pay special extra or extra special attention to details that you learn in this episode. So let's get into why you should care about this stuff to begin with. Because I know I haven't, maybe some of you are listening to this now just because you like listening to the show. And you're thinking, well, it's interesting, Ted. This is some fascinating stuff, but I don't really care that much. Well, here's why you should care. And and, and it is a good question. It's an important question to ask. Because most people who are interested in building muscle start out that way because they want to look great naked, right? I started out when I was a kid because I wanted to feel stronger and, and powerful, and I wanted people to respect me and women to think I was attractive. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with any of that. And if you want to look better, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you want to, if you want to work out or if you are working out for the same reasons, And by the way, you chose the right form of exercise because performing workouts that build muscle can help you change your body into a leaner, stronger, and sexier version of yourself. So if you're a guy, it can help burn off that belly fat while building your arms, your chest, your shoulders, your back, your legs, and help you fit into your clothes so so your jacket sits nicely on your shoulders instead of having to... You know, be tucked tightly around your waist. And if you're a woman, building muscle in the right places will tone your thighs, which is the the word women love to use, and it can lift your butt. Although, what's actually happening is that you're growing muscle. You grow muscle and you burn fat, and that creates that toned look that you want with the lifted butt and the tight midsection. However, it's also important that you understand that the benefits of building and maintaining muscle go way beyond the superficial. And this is something that the 20-year-old Instagram fitness gurus won't tell you. So we lose muscle and strength as we age. And I want to ask you, have you ever seen someone, usually in their 40s or 50s, 60s, using the handrail to climb the stairs because they're unsure if their legs have the strength to get them up on the next step on their own. If you've seen that, you're most likely witnessing sarcopenia in action. Sarcopenia has been defined as an age-related involuntary loss of skeletal muscle mass and strength. It can begin as early as 40 and continues to progress as you get older. Some people lose up to 50% of their muscle mass by the time they reach 80. While there's no single cause of sarcopenia, decline in activity, poor nutrition, especially inadequate protein, systemic inflammation, chronic illness, neurological decline, and hormonal changes are all contributing factors. Besides not being able to do the things that you want to do, Sarcopenia is also associated with acute and chronic disease states, fatigue, falls, and mortality. It sets you up for a life of dependence on others, illness, and regular hospital visits. This not only costs you money, but your quality of life as well. With sarcopenia, your muscles decrease in size and number. And an interesting fact is that your type 2 muscle fibers are the ones most affected. That's why I bored you with that explanation of muscle fiber types at the beginning. And your satellite cells are involved as well. In the muscle of older adults, the satellite cell content is reduced and is more pronounced in the type 2 muscle fibers. You may be thinking, well, I can't stop aging, Ted. I, I wish I could. And you're right. You may not be able to stop aging. But you know what you can definitely do? You can definitely exercise, eat better, and avoid excessive inflammation due to a terrible lifestyle. In fact, it's been suggested that the lack of physical activity is the greatest cause of sarcopenia. That's something you can remedy starting immediately with a set of bodyweight squats and then go ahead and hit a set of push-ups. and do that now. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'm waiting. Of course, if you're driving, maybe wait until you stop. Or if you're already lifting weights or running, awesome. I'm super proud of you. However, it's not just about the physical activity, it's also important to get adequate protein. We'll get into how much later in one of our next installments of this four part masterclass. And those are two things you have a lot of control over. In fact, I'll be interviewing a Researcher who specifically does studies on protein, and that will be coming out soon as well. So, as you can see, maintaining strength and muscle as you age is critical to your metabolic health and your physical abilities. So, not only do we lose muscle, but we lose strength as well. In fact, more recently, scientists have been talking about dinopenia, which is the age associated loss of muscular strength that is not caused by neurologic or muscular diseases. Now, that might be a little confusing, but I, I'm here to tell you that although we typically think of bigger muscles as stronger muscles, this is not necessarily the case. Recent findings have clearly demonstrated that muscle size plays a relatively minor role in developing dynopenia. And if there are any strength coaches or fitness professionals listening you're probably well well aware of that because you know that as you start to lift heavier and heavier weight we know that the neural adaptations the neurological adaptations that occur from lifting the heavy weights drives strength more than bigger muscles do. How serious is dynapenia? Well, a staggering 16 to 18% of women and 8 to 10% of men in the United States who are 65 or older cannot lift 10 pounds or stoop or kneel down. So think about that for a second. There's There's all these people who cannot even lift 10 pounds who are 65 or older. And we're living in a time where I know 65-year-olds who are out there running, lifting weights, playing golf, playing tennis, yet. A good percentage of people and actually more women. That's why this is really important for both men and women. 16 to 18% of women, 8 to 10% of men, can't even lift in pounds or stupor kneel down. There's also some research out of Brazil that found people who could not get up and down off the floor. That was associated with higher mortality. So you're more likely to die if that's the case. Of course, that's correlation, not causation but something to consider as well. And I've told the story of watching a relatively healthy older man who was barely able to climb into the cockpit of the plane ride I took through the Grand Canyon when Giselle and I visited Arizona. It took him a few minutes and all of his upper body strength to finally get his butt into the front seat of the small plane we flew in. And think about that. Is that going to be you? Is that going to be you? Like, you don't see it now, but when you've retired or maybe you're just backing off on working or whatever it is that you're doing, but you want to do more things because that's what, why you work so hard, yet you can't even physically, you can't do what you want to do or you have a hard time doing it. I've also told the story of an older CEO that I trained who rode the exercise bike every week, but barely had the strength to get in and out of his Porsche 911, which as you probably know, it's very low to the ground. And all, even though he was doing his aerobic exercise, which is definitely great for your heart, uh, VO2 max is, is associated with uh, uh, lower mortality. is super important. But you, if you can't get in and out of your car, that's a big issue. So aerobic exercise is important, but maintaining function is even more important. Remember, sarcopenia and dinapenia affect your type 2 muscle fibers much more than your type 1 muscle fibers. So aerobic exercise is great for your heart, but it predominantly works your type 1 skeletal muscle fibers. That's why I always tell people that if they're time limited to do a resistance training workout instead of an aerobic workout, you can always add in some aerobic exercise later. But if you lose strength, doing aerobic exercise is going to be very difficult. So that concludes part one of our muscle building masterclass. Stay tuned for part two, where we get into Building Muscle 101. Now that you've understood the theory, the importance behind building muscle and maintaining strength, we're going to get in the practical stuff. We're going to get in how to actually do it. So again, stay tuned because that will be coming out Wednesday. And if you want to skip all the theory and practical advice, then go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash store and get either the men's muscle building workout or the women's muscle building workout. As I said, both workouts are on sale with a 73% discount, but only until this Sunday. And if you purchase the workout by Thursday, you'll get our two special bonuses. And I got to tell you, I spent so much time writing this workout. I spent hours thinking over the details, putting together what I feel is a masterpiece for building muscle and ramping up your strength. It's got myo reps, which you probably haven't heard of. It's got every minute on the minute training. It's got cluster sets, it's got density training, it's got wave loading. It's got a bunch of tricks all put together to not only get you amazing results, but also to keep your interest, right? Because I, I know how it is. People get bored if you don't change things. So I try to change it, give you enough variety so that it kept your attention, especially with the methods, but also make it effective because that's really what we're after is the results. So if you want that, again, legendarylifepodcast.com slash store. Get the workouts now. They're on sale and get them by Thursday to get those two special bonuses. And the last thing I'll leave you with is remember, New Year's Eve is right around the corner. Are you going to be one of the people that rush the gym with their new gym membership right after they recover from their hangover? Or are you going to start now and get going so that you make it through the rest of the year strong And you just continue that through the new year. That is what a successful plan looks like. Get started now. Whether you buy my program, whether you do something on your own, whether you get started working out at your home, get started now. That's my challenge to you. And if you'd like me to be your guide through that process, check out our workouts. They're amazing. They work. And hopefully, you'll even find them fun. That's all I've got for now. Have an amazing Monday and Tuesday, and I'll speak to you again on Wednesday for part two of our Muscle Building Masterclass. Speak to you then.